Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. Well, Mara, B&B delivered one heck of a shocker this week when we saw that Finn, as played by Tanner Novlin, is not really most sincerely dead, but is being held by Lee, who is ministering to his injuries. So I spoke to the show's executive producer and head writer, Bradley Bell, for a story in the new issue. And he says that Tanner brings such a great positive energy to the show, and he felt that there was so much more to explore in this story. Now, this isn't really like a textbook B&B story, which is why I think it was such a great surprise to the audience. Never mind to me when I found out. But, you know, count me in for whatever is to come. I think this is the start of what will be another fun chapter in the Sin story. And I've really got to tip my hat to Brad, who has delivered many cool twists as part of Finn's journey. Oh, my jaw was on the floor when I found out, that is for sure. I really agree with you. I think it worked to B&B's advantage that returns from the dead aren't something that this show does with anywhere near the frequency of like days and GH. Uh, Like so much so that I think a lot of fans had ruled this out as a possibility as much as they had hoped that Finn's fate could somehow be reversed. But I'm so happy for Finn fans and Sin fans. And I think that Finn and Steffi seeing each other again just jumped to the top of the most anticipated moments for soap fans in 2022. Uh, But I think it's really exciting to have that to look forward to. And our new issue is filled with great glimpses into what lies ahead on all the shows because it's time for our annual summer preview. Yes, and I can say they really have some great stuff planned. So we'll start with B&B now that Finn is alive. Look for him and Steffi to have a romantic summer at some point when she is back from her maternity leave. Congratulations to Jackie Wood, who just had son number three. Um, Carter and Paris will decide to marry, and Ridge will choose between Brooke and Taylor. On Days of Our Lives, a shocking murder will rock the town. Sammy and Lucas will get engaged, and Shauna Bell will make the decision to separate. On General Hospital, Carly's decision to keep quiet about Willow's mother will have big consequences. Sam and Dante's relationship will be tested. And One Life to Live Alone, Josh Kelly will join the show and tangle with Brit. 
And finally, on Young and the Restless, the Newman family will be upended when Victoria decides she may want to get back together with Ashland. Phyllis and Nikki will team up to get rid of Diane. And Mariah and Tessa's honeymoon period may be over when they face an unexpected challenge. Well, I was uh, reading the preview uh, for the other shows. Of course, I, I did the interview with the General Hospital writers, but I was like, wow, there are things on every single show that really seem like very promising and very soapy. And I anticipate that my DVR will be very busy in the coming months. Uh, on the subject of Josh Kelly and the mystery man he'll be playing, it's happening soon and it goes down in a very fun way. And I am so here for Phyllis and Nikki versus Diane. Like, I love love powerhouse women going up against one another and what a great trio of characters to have in this story together. And I know I am far from the only Days viewer who has been waiting for the Sammy and Lucas fireworks that seemed inevitable from the moment we found out that Lucas was Sammy's kidnapper. So I'm so excited to see how their engagement, you know, complicates that whole scenario. Oh, me too. I mean, it's funny because I didn't even know when that story was going to pick up again. And now we have them here, you know, coming into such a big moment as Ali Sweeney returns. Um, but it really is hard to argue that the biggest story is Finn's resurrection. And our guest today is the man playing him. It's Tanner Novlin. So let's check in and see how he feels now that Finn is in the land of the living. Hi, Tanner. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> How's doing? it going? Good. I'm a, I feel great. I'm alive. <laughs> I've never felt more alive because yeah. I'm alive. <laughs> well, that makes perfect sense. I mean, this couldn't be a better time to talk to you. Uh, as we know, it was just revealed that your character, Finn, is actually alive. Um, but the first time we had you on the podcast, it was September 2020. You were a bona fide newcomer to daytime. And now the death and resurrection of your character is the biggest news in the soap world. Um, so we want to know what you knew and when you knew it. So talk <laughs> us through the conversation that took place between you and your boss, B&B's executive producer, head writer, Bradley Bell, and when he first laid out his plans to script a death for Finn. We have covered a lot of ground since 2020, September, man. I'm dead now. <laughs> that was fast. Um, no, yeah. Well, this was a tricky one. And uh, Brad came to me with, with the idea of killing Finn, uh, which shocked me to my core. Uh, I, I, like everyone, didn't, didn't see that coming. And he left me a little bit hanging with, he's like, I have a spin on it. And I'm online being like, okay, what's that? And he's like, I, we're going to bring it back. And I thought, okay. Like a lot of the script <laughs> outlines that I hear, I'm like, how is that going to work? How are you going to pull this off? But I have full faith in Brad Bell because he's been doing it for so long. And he, he called it. He said, this is going to rock the soap world and I, I got to do it. It's going to be amazing. And I thought, okay, so I've just been buckled in for this whole, whole storyline ride. So it was all in the same conversation that you, uh, knew that you wouldn't believe in like i'm just I'm, I'm trying to understand the the timeline from your perspective well truthfully i mean as an insecure actor anytime you hear like oh we're gonna bring you back i'm kind of like but are you you know <laughs> and so when we were doing the exit interviews i still i don't think believed it in my heart because i'm like okay he says he's good they're gonna bring me back but i don't know and so you know i very much kind of you know departed from the score even though he kept saying oh no we're going to do this big reveal it's going to be amazing but 
you know, insecure actor is very much like, oh, they're just saying that. So I don't storm up to his office and <laughs> flip the desk or something. Say, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you know? How dare you? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, he exactly mapped out the storyline, um, how he wanted to do. And, and yeah, it's it's been wild, but it was really amazing to see the outreach from the fans. And uh, I was blown away from the support. I mean, the hashtag Save Finn uh, was trending and all of the love everyone showed during that time uh, felt so good. So the whole time I was like, Oh no, he's got to bring me back, right? He can't do this to all these fans. This is this is awful, and this is awful, you know, for, for Steffi and 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 Sin, and and we have so much more story. So in the back of the mind, that was always running, but yeah, I, I trusted Brad and 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 the whole writing team, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to get really really fun, and and they're right, they know how to make iconic B and B moments, and I think this is definitely one of them. As you mentioned with the fan interaction, this took place before they had an inkling of anything that was going on. So at the time, like, what did it mean to you that Brad clearly saw more value in Finn um, and wanted to keep him somehow on the canvas despite this scripted death? Yeah, exactly. And so I think, well, that helped me a little bit. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> everyone seems to be responding pro-Finn in this. That's not one of those like, oh, great, let's get rid of him. <laughs> you know, I think there was just so much story still left to tell uh, with his with the parents and with Sheila and, and those dynamics that it felt abrupt, but soaps are known for being abrupt. And so that's what that's what the appeal of of our show is. I really think at its core is like I've said it before is you really never know what's going to happen. And that's the fun in, in trying to guess and figure out storylines and where they're going to go. And they do a great job of tricking everyone, including us actors all the time. <laughs> Okay, so how much time did you have between having this, you know, important conversation with Brad and then actually shooting all of the stuff in the alley? It came pretty quickly that the, yeah, I think it was, it was only two weeks, two or three weeks or so. And then, um, yeah, I hung around waiting for to come back for like a couple of months. And I'm like, well, he said he's going to, they said they're going to bring me back. And that's was the nervous part. And so when I got the call, uh, that we were going to, um, you know, reveal that Lee has been taking care of Finn. I thought, okay, now here we go. This is going to get really good. And we've shot, you know, I don't know how far in advance I can really talk, but there's some really, really powerful stuff coming up um, with all the dynamics and crazy ass Sheila. <laughs> um, well, tell us about the experience of shooting um, that death scene in the alley and, uh, you know, what went into it for you? It was, I mean, granted, I was the only one that knew about the potential Finn comeback that would eventually be realized. And so I, everyone on set was like, oh man, I can't believe this is your last day. And I didn't really know for sure. So I kind of was like, yeah, I, you know, this could be it, you know? And I, you know, I hope that everyone's always like, well, they'll bring you back. They got to bring you back. You know? And I feel like, I think so. I hope so. So there was like proper goodbyes, on on set that day which was tough and emotional because we have such a great cast and crew um and then shooting it was was pretty cool i've never been shot before so that was fun uh to take a bullet <laughs> and then uh lay in my lay in i don't even know what it is it's like a sugar like dye compound mixture that makes the blood which was 
first was kind of cool. And then when I was laying in it for six hours in those trash bags, wasn't so cool. But after a while, I was just like, I hear primarily uh, sticky, sticky, <laughs> sticky, sticky. Um, but it was, I mean, yeah, it was really emotional and, uh, and, and, and yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a tough day, but a fulfilling one. And when I saw it air, I was, I was really happy with it. I thought our director, Jennifer did a great job. Did you practice like the fine art of holding your breath and not blinking and all of that good stuff? Someone did call me. I think it was Max. He called me. Uh, He's like, you're, you blinked. I was like, listen, <laughs> Sheila was robbing me, had a big monologue and I'm literally <gasps> swimmer's breath trying not because my eyes are closed and I don't know when the camera's on me, you know, they're shooting really wide. So not those times for long takes where I was just like trying to sneak a breath without anyone catching and hoping the camera wasn't on me. Yeah, that was tricky. <laughs> well, for Sheila's nursing skills, she didn't really catch on anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Me. Someone else saw it. Yeah, um, true. So tell us about watching the air show. You know, how did you feel? Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was really emotional and um, and tragic. I, I thought it felt really. It felt real um, and and dramatic and and a big impactful moment when I saw it. I thought, oh, this is, I, this this is you know one of those ones. Mm -hmm. People are gonna freak out. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> that they did. And okay. my mom. <laughs> Right, right, right. And my mom. Okay, so uh, when it aired, that the twist of of Finn, you know, dying, quote unquote, dying when he took that bullet, um, it got such a big reaction as we've sort of touched upon. But were you prepared, surprised for the you know the uh, amount of people who were so struck in 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 so many different ways and the the amount of people and the volume at which they protested uh this death yeah i mean i for, for me I, it was uh, i was like i said it was i was blown away i i hadn't felt that uh from the fans before uh in in that loud of and impactful way um i know we had a lot of hashtag sin fans and loved where the story was going but when it went a way that not everyone loved they were everyone was extra loud and it meant it meant a lot to me um that the character has had this big of impact uh on our viewers in such a short amount of time like you said i've only been on the soap uh two years um now and so it's just i can't wait to to hopefully keep keep moving forward and see where else we can go and help how big and strong this uh connection can get mm -hmm. Uh, now, did you continue watching the fallout of Finn's death by any chance? Because certainly your leading lady, Jackie Wood, did some seriously crazy, amazing work during it as she processed, you know, finding out about Finn. Yeah, uh, I did continue to watch in a little bit. It was pretty unavoidable, to tell you the truth. Like, my social media, I was getting <laughs> tagged in all these videos and all stuff. I'm like, can you believe that? So in watching uh, Jackie do those scenes, I'm not sure everyone realizes how difficult that is to be uh, that on and uh emotionally available for a long period of time with multiple multiple takes that a lot of them are done in in one shot and one take um for you know a good two three hour period i mean it's 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 extremely draining and i thought she enhanced everyone around her um i was blown away by her performance i was talking to her the, the other day and i was and i told her and i was i was 
really uh, moved by that. That's it's really hard to do, you guys, and she's she's a boss. Mm -hmm. Especially, I think you know, for a large uh, quantity of that confined to a hospital bed, you know mm -hmm. that that means she was really only only really had the neck up to get her uh, emotions out, and she was she was quite incredible. Yeah, um, I agree. So when it came to sitting on this secret that you were kind of sitting on, were there any close calls, any slips of the tongue, near slips? No, I was pretty good. <laughs> I was pretty good. I was told by all the producers to, you know, keep it tight, uh, which I did because I was hoping I'd come back. I didn't want to, you know, let, let anything out of the bag, but it was really uh, hard to do with all the fans being so loud because I so desperately wanted to be like, hey, just stick with it, okay? Like, it's all, you know, I wanted to so badly and I, I you know, I hope I didn't break anyone's trust and, and when they're, you know, DMing me or reaching out that, uh, you know, I wasn't giving any spoilers, but I mean, I'm, I'm contractually obligated not to tell anybody, guys. <laughs> like, I'm like, I want to tell you. And so I try to give like, I mean, I didn't, I, like little Easter eggs, like I'm still kind of, but I don't know. It, I was also nervous about blowing it. So I wanted to have the big uh, payoff of which we're feeling now. So I think we achieved that. Mm -hmm. um, now, did you clean out your dressing room or did you leave it as is? I, yeah, I moved on. I didn't really, honestly, I'm not one of those ones who keeps a bunch of stuff in their dressing room. So it was pretty easy pack up. <laughs> I was like, take my Listerine and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but when I came, instead of talking, I might be jumping, but when I come, came back, it was a whole other scenario. I was in a different dressing room when I've never been in before. I had a new parking uh, space and, and the, you know, the producers were very nervous about uh, the reveal getting leaked and so uh, you know because old YNR is across the hall you know and I don't know you gotta watch out for them so they were nervous about me passing someone me like hey what are you doing here <laughs> and so it was it was really tough to keep that the part shooting those scenes under wrap until air date that was sure. absolutely going to be my next question like what stealthy efforts were undertaken like was there a fake name in a script that you can recall was your heart pounding a little faster uh, to the studio no nah, I had the so it was actually kind of tricky because they took me off all the call sheets. The script had uh, a different name. Um, every every precaution they could take to try and keep it as wrapped up as they can, they they took, which um, which we were able to, you know, which which worked out. So it's good. Didn't get out. Mm -hmm. Well, now as you mentioned, you had a little bit of time off between the death and resurrection. Um, I know you went to the Top Gun premiere. I feel like you took a trip. You know, how'd you spend your time? <laughs> Yeah, it's a well, and we also preparing for uh, we have a new baby coming at the end of July, a little, a little boy coming. So we uh, started doing some nesting for that. We had to move Poppy out of her out of the nursery and into the big girl room, which, by the way, nobody talks about. That is, it's it's been a bit of a bit of a challenge, and she's so sweet. She's just she told me the other night, you know, she's having a hard time sleeping through the night because she wakes up and she's in a big bed and she says, I'm nervous. I'm just a little, I'm having trouble. She says, I said, Oh, I'm sorry. Honey. You know, <laughs> but it's 2am and just please go. She's like, you are so tired. I thought we got through all this. So no one talks about that phase. No one talks about that. No one talks about molars, molars coming in. Watch out for that one. If anyone has any kids coming out, you think the front teeth are tough. Yeah. Wait for the molars. Okay. No one talks about that. <laughs> But it was been really like, fun to stay time. I feel a parenting tip podcast coming yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, I got them all. I got them all. <laughs> um, yeah. So what else did you do? Um, 
yeah, I just took like, yeah, I spent a lot of time with family and had some, some times with friends. And so it was nice, uh, little break, with, you know, little break from the show and, um, you do some other creative outlets and stuff like that. And yeah, it was, I used my time wisely and, if, and it kind of flew by, you know, as it does with kids. So you have this nice break, you have this question mark hanging over your head and you do then, you know, find out you're coming back. So how did you officially get that word and how much time did you have to prepare for, you know, when you would be expected back into the studio? I still got all the scripts. And so, you know, we get them a week or so in advance. And so I'd be like, just fire through <laughs> their scroll. I guess I don't know. Scroll, 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 look for Finn, look for my coat or whatever. And I'm like, okay, no. And so then I eventually saw it pop up and I'm like, oh, okay. Or I was trying to see like clues on how they were going to do it because he, um, the writing team kept me in the dark of how it was going to go down. And so I was, you know, guessing as much as anyone's like, well, how do I survive this? Like it was, I lost a lot of blood, you know, how are they going to make all this make sense? And you're like, I, I play started, a doctor on TV. So yeah. I know about these. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> a lot of, a lot of blood. And like, what's my condition going to be coming out? So there's all these question marks. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I think I just saw it in a script and, uh, yeah, got a call time and back into the, back on the saddle. So what was it like walking into the studio and how did your co-stars react? Well, they were all, everyone was kept in the dark. And so usually there's a feed into our dressing rooms that you can see the cameras just to keep track of the items. And when, when you're coming up and you can watch. And so they turned that off when all of my scenes were on and they, yeah, the, I had to stay in my dressing room. I said, okay, I'll stay in my dressing room. No. So they didn't want me talking with anybody. So slowly, you know, if in transition, I would see somebody like, Oh, Hey, Whoa, you're, you're so you're back. So that code name was not, I just like, I figured, but I didn't know. And so everyone was been really supportive and, and really excited, uh, which is, you know, which always feels good. We know as you, as you hinted at that your mom is a huge B and B fan and was <laughs> crushed by Finn's apparent death. But on the flip side, how did she react when she <laughs> learned the truth? She couldn't believe it. she was like, Oh, why? What? I think like everybody, she might've started hashtag safe Finn for all I know. She was, <laughs> she was so mad. You guys, she was just like, I don't know. And then they were bitter. Well, maybe it's better off. You don't even go on that. Show. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you guys. And I, I was like, just, yeah. I'm like, you know, you never know. And I gave him the same thing. You know, maybe they'll, I'll come back in a while or something. You never know what these shows mom, you know, she's like, no, there's no way you were shot in an alley. There's this is, <laughs> I was like, just please don't write anybody. Just stick with it, Bob. You know, they, they have a way of working these things out. But yeah, she was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but not enough to turn the channel. Not enough to turn the channel. That's actually, no, that's not true. She definitely stopped watching for a minute. She told me that. She's like, I'm not watching anymore. She was one of the holdouts. And I thought, okay, all right. <laughs> like, you might want to tune in because. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, if I want to tune in, Mom, things are, uh, things are getting a little bit things are getting cool. heating up a little bit, so I'm going to tune back in. So. Well, this past Monday, May 23rd, it was finally revealed on air that Finn is alive but unconscious and is secretly being ministered to by Lee, as you mentioned. So for the time being, you're off the hook for learning dialogue, but does playing comatose come with its own challenges? I don't know if you guys remember this, but maybe it was... I, yeah, I think it was soap opera diet just doing like a roundup. You know how you guys have those? And I, I yes, I was like, what was a dreams, you know, storyline one day? And I would always say coma because I was, you know, thinking like, oh, I just like lay there. This would be amazing. 
So I think I kind of accidentally manifested this whole dramatic <laughs> thing. I didn't know it was going to be this wearing on me of like dying and then being coming back to life. I didn't know that was all going to come with playing in a coma, but I have definitely been off the hook with learning dialogue and getting to peacefully relax as being a dad. I don't get to do very often. So those days at work were, were really nice. Really nice. I'm not going to lie. Your temple padded. Like, I know. Really luxurious. And I'm like, I'm just laying there with hearing, you know, every, everyone else's dialogue and going, mm, in the back of my head going, oh, that sounded like a good, that sounded good. I'm sure that looked well, too. you know, like, oh, <laughs> people are crying over me, you know, like stuff like that. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> you could, you know, all of your, all of the, the tools you picked up while playing dead, you can apply with your uh, eye close uh, technique. To totally. this, this one there was a moment i'm not gonna lie i was laying there and it was like a long take and i'm able to breathe because i am alive so i didn't have to worry about holding my breath and i thought i was like oh i'm just gonna maybe like meditate for a second this will be great you know i'll be i'll be even deeper in sleep and you know when your body sometimes kind of does that fall when you're about to really fall into like a deep sleep i'm sure it's like going into rem or something like that i 100 did that in the middle of the take and like shook and then went like oh she's I almost literally almost fell asleep in that take. that's not like no joke <laughs> but I'll take it we've had some long long hard days so I'm like okay I've done I've done the heavy dialogue days I can I deserve this <laughs> you, you earned this vacation yeah um well the first time we had you on the podcast as we mentioned you were a, a newcomer but at the time you were still um like working under such strict COVID protocols that you were eight feet away from your love interest, Jacqueline McInnes Wood, in your scenes together. And it occurred to me that I would love to hear about how your experience working on the show has been different since some of the, you know, the stricter rules about proximity were lifted and you've actually gotten to interact a little bit more closely. Yeah, I mean, a little bit more closely. We've had some pretty <laughs> hot scenes. I mean, did you see the birthing tub? I mean, I, hello. I, I can't did we make the baby it, or Karen? deliver the baby? <laughs> Or both. Jacqueline expected again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that was the number one. I mean, we were able to, you know, do a great job shooting under those guidelines and keep the show as great as, but, you know, being able to really, I think, turn up the heat on sin uh, and, and that matching, I think was evident uh, uh, moving forward. Um, even though my wife came in and did a heck of a job as a stunt, or no, intimacy double, mm -hmm. uh, which was so much fun to do. And like, it's so crazy that yeah, that feels honestly, that feels like 10 years ago. We've been, I've been through a lot on this show. Holy smokes. <laughs> this has been a roller coaster. Well, speaking of that, I mean, the reveal of all reveals might be that Finn is alive, but that is not the only jaw dropper the show has served up where Finn is concerned. Uh, there's also that little matter that his biological mother is the show's most <laughs> infamous villainess, Sheila Carter. So at the time we spoke to last, she had not been there yet. But um, when she was cast or coming back, did you understand the historical significance of that in relation to now your character? No, I didn't. I, I, I was... Everyone was like, oh, this is going to people like they were so jazzed. You know, the, the veterans that have been around the show from when I'm or, or worked with Kimberlyn before. And they're like, oh, they're going to she's going to bring such great spice and dynamic. And people love this character. But I did not expect um, what to, to have what Kimberlyn uh, brings to Sheila and how fun she is to play off of. And um, yeah, we're, we're like 
because I believe Finn, I mean, hopefully he's very aware of who his mother really is in his heart, <laughs> in her heart now. Now he's good. I mean, he just shot. So it's going to be really fun to play that dynamic shift of, of him being, I mean, betrayed in, I mean, the biggest way possible. I mean, she tried to take his wife's life and, uh, and he had to step in to prevent that. So it's going to be really fun to see uh, if, if Finn can recover, number one, and if he does, uh, to see how he deals with that new dynamic. Absolutely. It's juicy, guys. Oh. Very. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. Um, so I feel like that reveal about the biological relationship that he has to Sheila is another sort of like classic soap thing to, you know, uh, check off the soap bucket list, if you will. Um, what was your first impression of Kimberlyn? And when you talk about how much fun she is, what makes her so fun to play opposite? Just watching her be so manipulative in the scenes um, and, and working you as like, as an actor uh, using the dialogue to, you know, validate her reasons for doing things and you know in your scene you're like well yeah i could see why you'd want to shoot stephanie that wasn't very nice what she did to you you know <laughs> it's how she's such a pro at, at at doing that and i think all villains you know not even just in our show but in general uh you do or are able to sympathize a little bit with you know why they're doing that things and i think that's in the writing and then also in, in the performance and so that's one of my favorite bits of is watching her being able to do that mm -hmm. Um, you know, from your perspective, how do you understand how Finn feels about Sheila's sudden presence in his life? Yeah, that was tricky because I mean, it's, I mean, Tanner, I'll be like, okay, this is, you know, I understand she's your biological mother, buddy, but like, come on, where are your priorities here? She's never, she's only been in your life for a month and you, you're willing to go to these lengths. Uh, but I just had to, you know, think about, um, I, I wasn't adopted and him having that uh, question in his life of, uh, and wonderment of, of where he came from. And on that level was my way into really seeing, you know, why he doesn't just say, Oh, appreciate you being there, but you're never there for me. And like, get out of my life. Um, and having that need and that, and that want, uh, be strong and, and to be able to, and it was tough at sometimes to be able to be like, no, Steffi, I need her here. I want her here, you know? And because he's very much a family man and wants to please his, his wife and his kids and have just all he wants, I think, is a happy home life. But all this drama around him makes it that's his, you know, his conflict. And so, uh, yeah, it, it was a little trick, but I think we're you know, we got there. And now I can't wait to see where we rip. He's just in the wrong genre for that. You know, he should have, he mm -hmm. should have uh, been a sitcom doctor if he wanted a happy home life. So the show, of course, also introduced Naomi Matsuda as Finn's adopted mother, Lee, and Ted King as his biological slash adoptive father, Jack. So tell us first about the addition of Naomi to your working life and your relationship with her. Yeah, it was really cool. And um, I'd never met him uh, before. And I remember the first day on set that he, I was wrapping a scene and then we went kind of right into ours. And uh, we chatted for a few seconds and it was like I've known both of them for a, a long time. I mean, uh, we had a long, it was really natural. Just, that just kind of goes to casting and, and being able to be like, oh, they would, you know, meld well with, with our show because it was super uh, easy to, to 
feel like, oh, I felt like I have a history with you guys already because that's, you know, the number one thing you want to feel is, oh, yeah, you know, they, they're natural together. They, they have chemistry. They've been, it's his mom and dad, it's, of course, you know, and they're both very giving actors and, and easy to work off in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and did you have any moments with Ted just sort of about, cause he's such a soap vet, like, was there any interaction you had about his past experiences? Because he said it was such a delight to work with you. Yeah. Well, and the same with him. Um, yeah, no, we didn't really talk too much about past soaps, but we just a lot about like this, uh, this dynamic and kind of how like, oh, maybe our home life was a little bit growing up and, you know, Finn, I think has always been probably a mama's boy with his mom being a doctor and following in her footsteps and respecting her and his dad being a little bit different type of support system, which was really fun to play with because that kind of came to light that he's been living a lie his whole life. And that a lot of that kind of made sense. And so, yeah, we talked a little bit of backstory, stuff like that, but he's again, like veteran. And so uh, I kind of followed her leads because effectively I'm still kind of new to all this. <laughs> Even though it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> um, well, almost two years down the line, uh, how would you say that your working relationship with Jackie has evolved as your characters have navigated, you know, such huge life events together, including uh, the wedding, welcoming the son, the birth scene of a lifetime? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we, we kind of hit it off right away. Um, and so I think they're just our chemistry has, has grown deeper um, on a, on a deeper level as, as it naturally would. And, you know, we got to play cause we, you know, we had no prior history first meeting. And so I think it's slowly evolved naturally. And as I've you know known her for two years now and our kids get together and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we have a really great working relationship and it's, it's always fun to work with her and she's so easy and giving. And I hope I am that to her as well. Mm -hmm. Um, as you look back now at your first run or the first part of your run on the show, you know, what stands out to you? What moments or scenes or storylines were, you know, did you really like or particularly proud of maybe? I liked, um, yeah, I liked all the Jack and Lee stuff. Uh, that was fun. It's always fun to get Finn pissed off. It takes a lot because he does kind of try to smooth things over and he's a little more like, okay, let's just step back and, you know, Steffi's definitely the dramatic one in the relationship in his eyes, I think, and probably causes a lot of the drama in her life to be around naturally, uh, hence the genre. But uh, it was fun to see uh, Finn get engaged and be a, a little more um, active on his own, not so reactive. I feel like a lot of things kind of happen to him and then he's kind of deals with it, but to be a little more proactive in, in calling people out on their stuff. I, I always like it when Finn gets you know, stands up for big, no, enough of this, you know. Well, in your fictional life, the big news is you're alive. In your <laughs> actual real life, the big news is this baby on the way. So uh, how are you feeling about that change a comment? How's Kayla feeling? What's the vibe in the house? It's good. It's um, the second, right? It flies by. Uh, I probably, I mean, you were preoccupied with the one we have already. Um, and so it honestly, she's doing two months and it's, that's still like, Kayla and I look at each other like, Oh my God, like it's two months away. Like we, and we're fine. Like everything's like set up and we still have some things to, you know, to nest and do like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit in shock that it's happening so fast, but, uh, I'm really, we're really excited and it's a little boy this time. So that'll be a really cool uh, dynamic to have. And Poppy is so, my daughter is so excited and she's already picking out little 
things for her baby brother and like he can have my swaddles and he can have this. And so she's very much into being a big sister. And she tells us that all the time. She's I'm a big sister now. She says, this is great. So it's going to be really fun to watch her uh, be a big sister and be around, you know, her little baby brother. And we're going to figure out how to do it with two kids. I don't know. I just call Jackie. I'm like, Jackie, how are you doing this? You're going to have three and two dogs and a possum. What else does she have in that house? She's got everything out there. I'm like, how are you all saying, oh, I just, you know, so I call her if I'm ever in trouble. I'm like, how's this going for you? (laughs) I don't really have much to complain about because she's, when she's on that level, I'm like, okay. (laughs) When I come into work in the dressing room, I'm like, oh man, I am so tired. Oh, it's you. Never mind. You're, (laughs) I can't complain. (laughs) She's like, oh yeah, and shut up. I'm well, pregnant have, too, by the way. Well, I was going to say, you're going to have boys at the same time. I know. Fun, it's you know? going to be That's so fun. Amazing. Um, it's so fun to have our uh, kids so close in age. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see Kayla on The Rookie. I love how they incorporated her pregnancy there. She looked great. Um, yeah. How fun was that? That was so that, fun. She, yeah. So she had a recurring role on that and they called to bring her back. And she said, well, that'd be great. I'm seven months pregnant. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. So it kind of like was quiet for a couple of days. And then they call back like, oh my gosh, actually the producers love it. We're going to write it into the show. And yeah, she gets to be pregnant on TV, which is, right, that's off cool. to her too, by the way, for being pregnant and, and like putting in that day. It's awesome. Yeah. She's hilarious on it. If you guys she, get a chance. It's to such a fun over. role. She's so great. I love it. Hilarious. But I love how she was like all method and got pregnant as the cat. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the joke. So she plays a method. Yeah, a little cut. She plays a method, an extreme method actor, and she goes on ride-alongs with with the police force of the rookie, and and she's this obnoxious actor, which I think she does so well. It's so funny. Yes, she is so great. Um, well, tell us how you reacted when you found out you were having a boy. I honestly, I was a little nervous. I thought that I would have like the big like, yeah, it's a boy. Let's you know, the novel name continues and rah, rah. And I was kind of like, oh, whoa. Cause I think I felt like I kind of have the girl dad thing down, you know, we're finding a groove where I was like, oh, we're going to have a boy now. This is going to be different. Maybe not, maybe not so much. I don't know. It's just, we're going to see what it's going to be. But I'm, I'm so pumped that we're going to get to experience uh, both genders and, uh, and see how that, how that dynamic is. But yeah, I was definitely a little nervous at first, but now, now I'm pumped for it. It's going to be so fun. Well, Poppy is uh, obviously uh, like two years older than she was the last time we had you on the podcast. So what, <laughs> what is your relationship with her like now that she's more verbal, more active? What do you guys like to do together? Yeah, she's, she, yeah, her, where, she's at the stage where her vocabulary is like skyrocketing. And so every day she said like, what? Oh, it's perfect. Okay. This morning we made, I made her a cinnamon toast, you know, cinnamon and like she, she'd never had that before. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to give you a little treat. So I, I give her the toast and she sits down she takes a bite and she goes, Dada, this toast is phenomenal. <laughs> and I was like, what? I'm like, okay, what you said the toast is phenomenal. And I was like, oh, like, where did you pick that up from? Did we, maybe we say that? I don't know. But she's picking things up on movies and, and all that stuff and like incorporating that in her vocabulary. So she cracks me up all the time with whatever the heck is going on in her mind. It comes out of her mouth now and it's funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I feel as, as we've touched on, you know, the Sin fan base has really spent the last couple of uh, months showing how loud and proud they are. And uh, the twins, as they should, 
as as they should. <laughs> as they should. And obviously that's got to feel good as you know one half of the performing duo that brings that pairing to life but what would you like to say to the members of that community who are listening to this podcast i think you guys first off thank you and i'm so touched on how invested everyone is because i think it's the best not bias or anything but one of the best pairings uh in bnb uh history i don't think that's an exaggeration to make i mean i think there, um, it's an, a more mature relationship for Steffi, which I think is probably why a lot of fans are enjoying it. I think before she, you know, w- with her past ones, we're kind of, you know, let's be honest. It's like not really that thought off. I feel like having kids, it's a little more grounded. There's more stakes because of that. Um, and I think there is a lot more to dive into. So stay loud, stay proud, and then we're going to be on a crazy crazy roller coaster as we all know these relationships are tested all the time every every day 12 30 on cbs and <laughs> it's fun to see what everyone gets to throw at them but they have such a strong base and it was pretty incredible to be able to lay such a deep love and foundation um so quickly uh with this pairing and i think it's it's one to 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 last you know maybe similar to like a broken ridge situation well, I'm excited because I felt the, that just Finn's story in general was so unfinished because we'd never really learned that much about his past or really got to dig deep into this character. So I'm certainly looking forward to hopefully when he wakes up and uh, if he wakes up, that we get into that. But while it, while it may not be tomorrow and it may not be the day after that, at some point, <laughs> hopefully Finn and Steffi will come face to face again. So can you tell us what you're looking forward to about the next arc of that love story and maybe tease what you think? think the show may have in store for viewers well yeah it's going to take a second for finn to process i think everything what has happened um and heal you know all those things um but yeah if if he's able to get back to the love of his life i think it'll be possibly one of the most uh epic uh, moments in 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 bnb history again i mean i think that's what everyone would like to see we'll see though, if that happens, because, you know, BNB, it's, we got every twist and every turn and it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy, but um, there's a lot of dynamics to, to sort out with his biological mom, Sheila now, and Lee caring for him. I think she's got a lot of different motives with, you know, obviously she has kept Finn away from everyone and is now harboring a secret, which is out of character for her. So she has some big reasons for that, obviously. Um, and so the whole, not only just sin relationship, the relationship with the Foresters in general is is going to be a little is going to be pretty shook. The Foresters and the Finnegans. I think it's all going to be pretty amazing, and mm-hmm. I certainly look forward to seeing it. And welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, so much for thank your time you. Today, it feels like you never left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. And since we probably won't see you again in person, congratulations on the baby. We yeah. look Thanks, guys. To Appreciate that. Stuff and uh, for seeing what's next in store for you and for Finn. Oh, thank you so much, you guys. This was really fun to chat. And um, yeah, we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Tanner Novlin for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.